Welcome to the Everton Army podcast. Uh, we're doing a match reaction of Everton 1, Leicester 1. I'm joined by Rev, Lee and Gray. How are we, boys? Sammy, how are you? All right, lads. How's it going? I'm shattered after that. <laughs> yeah, exhausting, mate. So, Rev, yeah. I'll just start with you then, mate. Um, is there any positives that you can take from that? We didn't lose. <laughs> I think it's literally the only thing that I can actually take from it. We were abysmal, weren't we? Yeah, like it was. It was just. It was just a, a such a lackluster performance. Like I got. I said to you there, didn't I, John? Like I played football yesterday. It was only a nine aside, but I saw more commitment from some of the lads playing last night in a nine aside. That meant nothing than some of our professional footballers in the first half. Yeah, just empty performances. Like I think I said, I think I counted like three sprints. In the first half, yeah, it's just it, it just looked like a like a dead rubber end of the season or a preseason friendly. It's like boys, we're going down here. Yeah. We're getting relegated. Can you please put a bit of effort in? It's just like they're running in wellies or quicksand or something. It was just the game passed us by slow motion. Yeah, it did, mate. It was shocking, wasn't it? it as you say, mate, it, it just looked like a, a preseason friendly. Um, did I just didn't see anything up until the last two minutes? Um, Lee. What do you reckon, mate? Any positives from that? Or um, I think the positives are, you know, we scored late on. So, yeah. you know, to me, that's, you know, basically agree everything that what Rev's just said, to be fair. Um, but I think if we're, you know, we're fighting to the end, you know, is this is it, is it a fight or was it lucky? Do you know what I mean? But it was a great little field of play to get the goal. So, yeah, I just think, you know, we're just tickling relegation, and it's like it's like we're getting teased now. And it is yeah. like a you know again, this could have been put to bed last week, beating Burnley, yeah, beating United, and then beating Leicester tonight. It would have been it would have been over. Um, but again, it's Everton. We do it the hard way. So yeah, positives. Um, there isn't many. Um, but again, that we scored last minute, which again, you know, we could have been down and out. But again, we could have been three, four, one up today. So. Again, it's just another not in evidence tale, so here's what it is. Yeah, Graham, um, what's your thoughts, mate? Wasn't that bad, Gray? <laughs> <laughs> Graham, it's all right, mate. It's all right. Don't worry about it. He, he's, he's clearly still got his head in his hands. Yeah. Um, you know what? I mean, there was, uh, while we're waiting for Gray to come back there, um, there was the the problem with the was that was there any positives? It just feels like there was so many negatives. Any positives were just totally outweighed. Yeah. Um, the pro- there probably was positives in the game. Um, Pickford made a couple of stunning saves. Shouldn't have had to though, because um, like I get like I know I was playing last night. I play I play in goal, and um, I always say to the lads who are playing in front of me, listen, unless it's at me near your post, it's your fault. Yeah. Um, there's no way some of those like the space that they had in our box was just outrageous. So the space that they had the entire first half, it was just it was almost like a game of um you've seen the adverts for the walk and football, yeah, for the, for the, the pensioners and stuff. It was like yeah. that. It was just like are we not and are we not gonna bother press like a Wolby would go to press, Richarlison would follow him, and then there'd just be this massive gap. There'd just be like a whole half where yeah. Everyone had just retreated. It was just bizarre, man. It was like it was it reverted straight back to the before West Ham, where it didn't look like we actually knew what the plan was. It was yeah. just lads go and play football. Well, they they just get done with the little simple one two, and then they were in every single time. It's like we yeah. just can't follow it, there, man. Uh, Lee, do you want to touch on that, mate? Yeah. Um, did, what do you reckon about the defending? I think uh, I think it's just more the inconsistency of. The swapping and changing, you know, mean has been out now for weeks and weeks and weeks, goes straight into the team. With then, and again, it's just finding that balance. Whereas we won against United, so just keep the same team, sort of thing, you know. So, I just think, listen, the positives are we, you know, we had Delph again, putting passes in his experience is key, and I think it's going to be even more important towards the end of the season if we can keep him fit. Great to see any Mina back in the team. Um, but the defence, I think it is. You know, and Pickford's pulling out world he saves. Yeah. Because we're wide open. It's easy they, to score past us. 
Lee, can I ask you a question? A bit of a, an open question. I asked John before. Knowing what we know now, would you have started Michael Keane? <laughs> <laughs> I just think we would. We, yes, because I'd have started with the same team we did on Saturday. I uh, see. I have to interject there, lads. Um, I'm sorry, hoping last weekend I'm going back to. Sorry, Greg. When we're playing United, I'm keeping because the gaps are too big as well with the playing football. Your opinion's valid, but I, I don't think Gary Mina was the problem. Um, even skipping out any positives. So going back to that earlier message, sorry it dropped out, but um, yeah, positives is that we got um, a goal and Alex Awobi about 30 minutes in sort of found his groove. That's my positives there. Yeah. The biggest issue that hasn't came up. I don't think Gary Mina was that issue. I think it was the fact that in the previous pod in the build-up, I, my key player was Alan. I, I said, if Alan's on his game and he's positionally aware and he's he knows what to do between Delph and Awobi, we'll be fine because games are won and lost. In my yeah. opinion. Alan, yeah. Alan must be fucking... I don't know where he is because he, he wasn't in that game. That was... It was a pathetic performance from him. I, I, and I'll, I'll argue that with anybody till, till I'm black, black in the face. Um, on the, yeah, yeah we, he was way off the mark, Alan, wasn't he? He, he was just always five yards away from anyone. He was miles yeah. away. Yeah. And I'm not bad. Sorry, just, I, I just want to uh, keep yeah, on that cross, you know, because the point I was making in that game was Delph will sit deep and he'll try and link up with the defence. A Wobie wants to break. Yeah. Alan had to be that catalyst in the middle between them linking them, and he just wasn't there. The ball was breaking the Awobi, and he was too busy trying to track back to go to Delft. As soon as he would turn around and we lost possession, he was still running, trying to get up to support Awobi. He was all over the place. Alan yeah. was horrendous. I would have hooked him after 10 minutes. Honestly, he looked that bad. Yeah, yeah he, he was awful, like, wasn't he? Yeah. But um, I'm not calling. I'm not calling you any meaner. What I'm saying is it was it's the, the the changes at the back four constantly. All and right, just, yeah, yeah. That's so you know, I love me in a back and I'm saying a strong Yeti Mina will save us from relegation and he will. But what I'm saying is, you know, you the Everton that I'm used to seeing over the years with David Moyes and stuff like that, the back four was never an issue. The well, the back five, even the goalie, we had a strong back four. It was the same back four week in, week out. Whereas, you know, it's like Russian roulette who's going to be starting in the back four with Everton. Yeah. yeah. On, so on, on that. Yeah, no, I agree. I heard, like, <laughs> apologies. I heard Michael Keane and I said it was like a red flag to a bull. <laughs> 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 but, uh, no, but ult- ultimately it was, uh, well, well, this is something since we started the pod, like a few weeks ago, this is the thing that's kept coming up. Consistency. Knowing who's beside you and having faith who's beside you. It is. I, I get the argument that you're changing. You're changing a winning formula, you know, and that and that maybe Mina coming and did did upset it in that sense. You know, it's because that was shambolic too. That goal at the start, yeah. it was just horrendous. But um, yeah, so, I, I get what you mean, Riley. So apologies, mate. Yeah, can I just jump in? Um, did Did anybody else think that Yerry Mina looked like he was playing with a size three football in the first half? I know he's been out <laughs> injured in that, but like. Couldn't control it. It was like he was like a, you know those like futsal footballs that are yeah. weighted. Like everything that was played to him, it just went under him, through him, round yeah. him over the top, un- like yeah. round. But really, every player's been like that, mate, hasn't it? Look at Takora. He was another yeah. one. But you know the basic rules in football is to pass the ball. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't get that right, this is you know we we're getting our passing has been abysmal this season. Not just Yeti Minas. But some of the passing, it's either five yards short, five yards wide, over hit. It's, you know, this is really basic stuff. You know, you know the, the, the ones that really got me today were the, was the um, the times where we were actually putting some combination play together. The amount of just short passes or just, it's just appalling. Do you know what I mean? It was like, we, we'd actually get some like nice little moves together and it'd be like one touch football, one, two, boom, down the side, round the back. Yeah. And then, Someone had like there was one, in, I think it was the first half where Delph just played it so short that it, if he just stepped up, he could have stepped into it and picked it up himself. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. It's like, come on, boys, this is this is literally the basics. Like, do you know what, Rev? Just... The boys, do you know? Sorry for interrupting there. Do you know when you watch the football and you look at over the years and you know you look at Arsenal under Wenger with Thierry Henry and Vieira and all that, 
it was one touch football and it was like yeah. ping, ping, ping goal. You were like, whoa. Yeah. Barcelona were the same. You know, they're getting last night I seen that with Liverpool against United. And I just sat there and I thought, if this was Everton last night, we've got no chance. They they were three of they'd be three or four passes as it was on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, because it's it's that one touch football and one touch football kills games, it puts goalkeepers off, it puts defenders off because they think there's gonna be another touch. Yeah. And <laughs> we can't even string two Touches of football together at the minute, never mind, you know. Well, that, and, that, that's why I was so disappointed with Alan yeah. Steele because <laughs> he's got to he's got to get closer to them. And if you're not going to get close to them, just don't even bother. Just sit back. And I, I just want to put this out. Like, I'll, Rev, I'll ask you first, mate. What was your thoughts on Ben Godfrey tonight? Sorry, it's just occurred to me that we play no touch football. Um, <laughs> 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 Quality. You, you know what? I, I've not really got a, a strong opinion on Godfrey. I feel like he he looked like the more the, the more dominant of the two at times. Yeah. But there was there was a couple of times where in previous games Godfrey's done this thing where he'll pick the ball up, he'll look up, and he'll think there's nothing on here. I'm I'm having this. I'm going forward with it. Yeah. And there was a couple of times he looked like he was just about to get his head over the ball and take it into their half. And he'd, he'd kind of step a few yards, and I'd think, "Go on, God, that's run!" And he wouldn't go with it. And I was like, "What are you? What are you doing? Why aren't you doing it?" Like we've seen you do this loads, and it scares yeah. midfielders because they're like, "Whoa, hang on, this unit of a man is is, is dribbling through me. Here. He's a yeah. centre half. I don't know what to do. He's not got bad feet. He can dribble a ball. I, I, they just looked scared tonight. Um, and I don't know, Godfrey. It was hard to live up to the the United game because he was. Corinthian in that that game. Yeah. Um. The whole, the honestly, the whole game has just left a, a real sad. Even when we scored, it was kind of like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's the whole yeah. game. Like, there's apart from a couple of flashes from Mikalenko, who looked like he really wanted it. Um, a couple of good saves from Pickford, the odd moment from Awobi, Rondon changing the game. Honestly, yeah. I can't pick any of them out and go crack and performance that. Yeah, no, definitely not. No, I, I think none, of them, I think none of them took it by the scruff of the neck. Do you know what I mean? None of them grabbed it and went with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think a few of them did grow into the game. I, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to find positives, you know. And I think Delph and the Wobie grew into the game. I think between. I think Gordon was very lucky to stay on the pitch, um, not for a foul, just for shocking football tonight from him. To be honest. Um, yeah, I think I think Rondon uh, made an impact. We we talked about that too, and just just as you brought up Rondon and and I have as well. I know he's not Everton quality. I know he's not Premier League quality. He's not what we want. But you know what? He gave something tonight, and he gave us a presence. Yeah. He gave us balance. He gave us that you know, the chemistry of a forward. It let Richardson start to get more involved in the game. Yeah, and just personally, I just maybe maybe in in South America playing against uh, South American teams and, and and like the Gold Cup and stuff, by all means, play as a centre forward. Yeah. It's not a matter of these Brazilians passing the ball because there's still quality in that Everton side and he's getting good service. But but the level of the defender and yeah. just the style of play, it just doesn't suit him through the middle. And right. Like there, there's another two sitters tonight again. Like, you know... And yes, he got that all important goal, and thank God he did. And I, I, I love Richarlison, but I'm just fed up of him being pulled off that left hand side. I don't well, want the, I, I don't want to see him there anymore. Well, the thing I said to Rev earlier on about Richarlison was when he scored that goal tonight at the end of the game, he wasn't the centre forward, so he, he was more like you know a number ten. Because um, when he when he is the centre forward, he can't score, but. You know, when as soon as Rondon came on and the focus was on Rondon in the box and he kind of backheeled it, Richarlison was an afterthought for the defense and he just kind of put it in. So I, I just I just don't want to see him play up front ever again. Lee, what what do you reckon about Richarlison up top, mate? Yeah, I don't agree with it, mate. And I think this is where, like as I said, we're gonna miss Calvert Lewin because as much as he's not scoring goals, he puts players off to then give space to Richarlison. Yeah. Now I prefer I Rich Allison to me is just not a striker for Everton. You know, he might be for Brazil, but you know, you look at what he's got behind him. I just think his work rate 
we we lose a player if he's up front. Um, I think maybe with Ronson again that you, what you, exactly what you've just said then. If Ronson can keep it busy in defence then, and then it'll give more space for Richarlison to come in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've said it all season, mate. You know, Richarlison for me is not a striker. That's yeah. that. But he, he just when he is in that position, he just doesn't seem to be existence. Whereas. He's busy, you know. All you'd ever hear on the commentary or anything, or when you, you know, is Rich Allison, Rich Allison. Yeah. And, you know, but again, tonight he could have scored at Atrich. You know, he needs to put these chances away. The chances that he's had tonight, he scores for Brazil all day long. Yeah. Do you think it's fair to say that when he's playing with his back to goal, it sort of starts to zap his confidence because he's not good playing that way? So I then think... whenever he actually gets a chance coming through your own goal, he, you know, it's it's already in his head that he hasn't had luck. You know, maybe yeah. maybe that's a thing. But we even seen it when the ball went forward and Rondon nodded the ball on. He he got through them for for first real chance of the game. No, yeah. it's just it's just going back to that team yeah. chemistry and dynamic. Yeah, I know what you mean because like Lukaku, Lukaku used to love it, love having his back to goal and then turning the defender. You know, when every striker's got their own little, you know, move and how they prefer yeah, to have yeah, the ball. Yeah. You know, and I think, with, as you've just said then, I don't think Rich Allison's physically strong enough to do that sort of thing. I think he... Bang I on, think yeah. When, yeah, when you've, when, you know, you, me and Rev were talking last night, the derby, you know, that little ball that Rodriguez put through last yeah. season and Rich Allison was just in and you put your money on it, it was going in. Yeah. Because that's his, that's his perfect ball in that position. And I think if you put the ball in front of him, you know, he can do some damage. I think Calvert-Lewin's more of a hold the player back as well. I think he's a similar player to Lukaku in that respect. But again, you put him in the box first touch, bang, he's scoring goals. Too much time with strikers, you know, it can put them off. Whereas Rich Allison, I just think he's prolific when the ball's like running onto him. So, well, that, yeah, 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 I would agree with that because if you've got someone occupying those centre halves, just anyone harassing them, it doesn't matter who it is, be it a, be it a Rondon, be it a Calvert Lewin, whoever. If you've got someone occupying them, that's where Richarlison loves the ghost inside on his right foot. Yeah. You know, he loves to wrap his foot around the ball when he's sitting there. He loves, you know, yeah. even when it's lacing it, but that's his movement. He likes to drop the shoulder, cut inside. And that's where I think we lose it a bit with Gray. Now, if we played in a style that suited Gray's dynamic, like we maybe were doing earlier in the season. Yeah, by all means, because even at that, Rondon was coming in there. And I just want to underline here, I'm not saying Rondon is by any means our saviour or has been or will be. But I'm just saying it suited it suited and give him that space to run through the line because he never lifts his head to pass the ball. He seems to get you, mate, Rondon. Yeah, well, you have to give him that credit. He really did. I just, uh, when you I mentioned... Said, sorry, mate. I was just going to say, you mentioned Damari Gray there. So, Rev, I'll just ask you quickly about Damari Gray. Um, what I've seen, you know, some mixed things about him tonight. Some say he was good, some say he was bad. What, what, what do you reckon about him tonight? Because it was very mixed, wasn't it? I, I don't think it's lack of efforts. I think it's almost what, what Graham's saying there is the fact that I just don't think at the moment we're playing a style that accommodates the way he, that brings his attributes out. Yeah. Um, I, I also don't think that. Um, him and, and Gore are great on the same pitch together. Um, I, I think they're both very similar and they both favour playing um, really off the left. I think yeah, I prefer point, Gordon yeah. playing off the left. And I think the problem goes, it's it's a problem we've had for ages, is the fact that we haven't got a balanced squad. Um, you know, Thank like you. The, the sways of the season, we've played one left-footed player on the pitch, Jordan yeah. Pickett. That's madness. Do you know what I mean? There's been so there was so many games this season. We we played with, you know, Kenny playing as a left back and no no one with a left foot. That's bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> That's just crazy. It is. Um, and and it's that there's an automatic advantage given to the other side that have got players with, you know, left with left footers on the pitch. Um, yeah. So so yeah, and I, so I don't necessarily think it's his fault. Um, and I I, I personally with with um. Calvert Lewin not be playing tonight. I, I'd have I'd have just put Rondon in there straight away because the the big problem is when you play Richarlison as a nine, we we are at the moment predominantly going long. Keepers got the ball. We predominantly go long. What do we never ever do? Win a header. What do we also never do? Win the second ball. So yeah, yeah. 
that <sighs> Gray would have been saved much better if it had just if he'd have just said to Gordon, "Listen, run yourself into the ground. I'll pull you on the on the hour mark." Yeah, have started great. Rested Gordon tonight. I think we're putting too much pressure on Gordon. If I'm truly honest, yeah, um, I agree. I, I think he's 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 only just turned to. I've got a mate who's a, a a red. He's a sensible red. But he was he said to me, I can't believe Gordon's getting so much game time. And I was like, well, the problem is, he's the only one that's consistently performing. Yeah, you know, out, out of the, in his position. Yeah, he, that's the worry, isn't it? He might get burnt out already. Yeah, and the problem, and the major problem is our fan base is is shocking. Like, look, look at some of the, the the way they've crucified some of the other young players that have come through. You'd 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 think you'd think Tom Davis had scored a hat trick of own goals in a derby. The way people go on about him, yeah, um, like yeah. one game you get one game with Everton, and if you don't have one good game, you're shite. Michalenko got through under the bus against Norwich. It was his yeah. first game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and I, I, I'm just terrified that the, the he's gonna. Have a couple of bad games and the crowd will get on his back. I mean, we've seen it through the years. This isn't new. Do mm. you know what I mean? It's 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 one of the, the the bad things about about the Everton fan base is the fact that we've put so much hope on the youngsters. Yeah. Um, and we build them up as to be these demigods, and then they have a couple of bad games, and they're the worst player ever, and we should never assign them, sell them, shoot them, get rid of them, throw them in the mercy. It's like, what are you on about? <laughs> like, just let let the lad grow. Yeah. <laughs> I know, mate. It's it's madness, isn't it? Um. Graham, I'll just come on to you then, mate, because uh, we, we'll just talk about one of the substitutes that came on. Um, Deli Ali, what did you think about him? Oh, well, <laughs> it, was a good, it was a good ball for the goal at the end. Um, that is pretty much the only praise I can give him. Um, I really thought Van de Beek was the more sensible replacement for Allen, in, in, in my opinion. Um, I think he would have got his foot on the ball. I was surprised how lacklustre he was. He yeah. didn't... He didn't look interested. I don't like to put that label on anyone because I don't think this team don't care. I just think they're not good enough. And again, Rev, Rev made a great point there. The thing as well that I've been banging on about is, is there's no the balance in chemistry. There's, it's just... We've, like there was a lot of talk today and we've spoken about, we even spoke about it in the last pod talking about even Deli Alley and a false nine further up the pitch where he actually did his best work today, but he was just a passenger again. We swapped one passenger for another in midfield. Yeah. He just, he, trotting back, trotting forward, it just wasn't good enough. Again, it wasn't good enough, and it just puts an even bigger question mark over his head. What was the plan in place when signing Deli Alley? Yeah. Was, it just, was it just another ploy to, to, to try and get the fans off their back? We brought a star in. Because look, and again, I'll I'll reiterate, we're we're, we're doing a, a podcast on Daily Allison, and we're hoping to get people on for it. But I just don't know. That's just raised a bigger question mark. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Can I can I throw something at you? I I think yeah. Deli Ali has been bought as a kind of replacement for Hammers in that sense of he's not going to be lagging around the pitch. He's going to play these cute passes, the good balls. But is the big the big flashing problem again. So we don't play like that at the moment and we can't play like that at the moment. I don't expect Deli Ali to go legging it around the pitch in the same way that I didn't expect Hammers. I just don't think he's that kind of player. I think he's more of a finding space kind of a player and playing. He's a playmaker in that sense. Yeah, yeah, but Deli Ali isn't soft. I've seen him plenty of times for Tottenham. Not not afraid they put a tackle on. You know, you can see a wee bit of snide towards the end. He's a, he's a six foot two monster. You know what I mean? Yeah, he he is a bully boy. He, he can do that work, and that that's what I'm saying. He didn't impose himself in the midfield even earlier this season. He played at Anfield again, I know for Spurs, and he actually put on one of his better Spurs performances of the season because I watched it with me with my father-in-law. He, he's a Spurs fan, but but do you know what I mean? It's yeah. I, mm. I just I just don't. Uh, well, we'll not go there, but you know, <laughs> ultimately he 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 has physical ability. And he yeah, can yeah. impose himself. I'm not saying he's going to come in and change the game, but he could do a hell of a lot more than he done there. Definitely, mate. Um, get in on that, mate, on Deli Ali. Yeah, I kind of disagree. You know, not all of it, Graham, but, you know, I, I, I see, I get it. But to me, he's just not had enough game time for us. And, you know, you said he put that ball in. If he wasn't on that pitch, would that ball have gone in? 
you know, you know, yeah, give give credit where it's due it's, there, but yeah, it's that bit of it's that bit of class that we lack, and it just takes one pass for a player like him to just change a game. And you know, we've seen it with James Rodriguez, mate. He'd do nothing for ninety for ninety minutes, but he'd just do one killer ball that could win a game. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just think with Deli Ali, I think he's been through under. He got through under the bus at Tottenham. He got he got left out to dry, and I just think. You know, he's missed a lot of football. You know, Calvert-Lewin's missed basically more than half the season and we're still, we want him to be hitting the ground running. Yeah. You know, for a professional, mate, to, to keep up with Premier League footballers at that level who have not missed any football. You know, the, the years, you know, the months behind these these professionals who are playing week in, week out. So, you know, the fit, they're athletes as it is, but to get on that level, on that pitch and play week in, week out and they've missed so many minutes of football, I think Ali's going to be one for us for next season. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? This is this is why it's it's a bit worrying to me why he hasn't got any minutes previously against the likes of Burnley and West Ham. Exactly. But yeah, but just on that, I just want to just chime in, and I agree with what you're saying. But I'm not saying that I, that I wanted that world class performance in midfield or that, but I needed him to impose himself more in the game. Yeah, yes, he. he he put that ball in for the bit of magic. I actually thought Rondon done great. He rolled the ball past him, but he actually scuffed it. But you know, all that all, that all came together to create the goal. But yeah, if, if Van de Beek had it came in in midfield, you know, maybe we could have created two because we imposed and won the battles in midfield. Like let's not forget Leicester were breaking a lot, and Delhi Alley was at fault for some of that. You know, it, I'll, I'll give praise where it's where it's due, but I'll also criticize. You know, and I don't want to do that with these players, but. Yeah. It just wasn't good enough all over the pitch, and you know what? It's we're taking that performance on now on Sunday, and and that's that's put the the horrors in me. But we've said this all season, haven't we, Greg? You know, we've said you know it's the the team is so imbalanced, it's unbelievable. You know, we've got too many. As Rev says, he's mentioned that we've had like one left footer. Yeah, you know, and you just there's just no there's no balance. There's just nothing there week in week out, and you know, we can we can turn up once every what five, six games and you're like, Whoa, this is this is the team that can play. But then four, five, six days, eight days later, you're like, Where's that team just gone that we've just watched? Yeah. You know, well, I, was, I was just gonna say to you then, like, is is it the case that, you know, we're just not good enough or did we just make them look like Prime Brazil? Uh, John, I I just don't think we're good enough, mate. As a team. Yeah, I agree. You know, yeah. We worked hard against Burnley, but the, but Burnley dominated us in the first fifteen minutes. They got the goal. We got back in the game. We dominated them, and then the last twenty five minutes, mate, we just fell to bits. And oh. you know, West Ham the week before there was there's more fights since that international break. Yeah. I've noticed more of a Lampard team with the effort that goes in tonight. Wasn't the best, but again, we grinded the results out in the dying seconds. You know, whereas previously to that we were losing games and that was over as soon as we yeah, scored, that's a really, it was over. That, sorry, just to chime in there, that's a really good point, Lee. Uh, Lee that's that's a really good point. You know, when I talk about short sightedness through through the fan base because of where we are and which is justified, but no, that's a good point. That's that's pretty good logic there that you're firing on about. You know, we still managed to grind something out of it, so you have to give them that. But let's not forget too, though. We didn't perform that great either against Man United. We got the result, but we did. It wasn't a great, great performance. Right. It wasn't a great performance against Newcastle either. So that's maybe strengthening my opinion on Delhi Alley in the case of yes, you, you you can you can bring a bit of brilliance, but there has to be that grind because our our lines our lines are too fragile. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they are great. And just to cut it one more thing, you know, you look at the yeah. examples before the international break. You know, we as soon as we concede, everyone in that grounds or wherever we were knew it was over. We've lost this game. Whereas, you know, we got it back at West Ham. Yeah. Right, we went on and lost, but we got one back. Yeah. You know, Burnley, we went ahead from one nil down. You know, United, we kept a clean sheet, and then tonight we were getting beat, basically the full game, and then we scored right at the end. Yeah. We, before that, means we were losing and we weren't scoring. We were losing games as soon as they can see, as soon as we can see. Yeah, you know, the yeah. likes of Wolves and all that, you know, sick of seeing headers going in. Yeah. 
but you know, it's, me too. It's, it's changing. You know, Liverpool Sunday. You know, everyone says, "Why are you going? Why are you putting yourself through it?" Because they won't know what happens. <laughs> they won't know what's hit them if we ever win it. <laughs> and I've got <laughs> to be there. And I've got to be there when we do. <laughs> you know, and Go ahead, you, you've just got to do it. And I think you know we'd be silly. We'd be silly to even go in there confident the way Liverpool are playing at the minute. But it's a derby game. Anything can happen. Yeah. Well, I said to you yesterday, didn't I, Lee? I said, look, we're we're clinging on by the skin of our teeth. They're apps. I mean, they are one of the best footballing teams in the world at the moment. Um, you know, sweeping all before them. You know, the stage is set in it. So nothing more crazy in the derby could be if we beat them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think as well, Sorry, yeah, just to touch on what Hamo was saying there too. Just I think honorable honorable mention to tonight for the crowd because the crowd still stayed stayed with the team. Yeah, you know the yeah. fans. The fans didn't just go silent and it didn't get nasty. There wasn't big booze or anything at halftime, or at least that I could hear anyway. It, the crowd stayed with them, so so fair yeah. play to the crowd because I know that's. Without that sort of support, I don't know if they would have done it as well. No, you're spot on there, mate. Absolutely right. Um, that that point today leaves us four points ahead of Burnley. Uh, now they've got two two games at home coming up against Southampton and Wolves. So just have to hope that you know they lose them because of our next two games. So let's move on to the next game then against Liverpool. Rev, what would you do there, mate? Because it it looks hopeless, doesn't it? So what would you do? You know, I, I, I flip between going, I throw it, just play the 23s um, and, and save ourselves for a game that we might be able to actually get something out of. Yeah. But then I, I was saying to, to Lee yesterday, I was like, it's just, it, this could be like one of those 90s derbies or it's like, it's so perfectly set for them to batter us into like absolutely destroy us yeah. um, that it wouldn't surprise me if we nicked, nicked the goal. And just manage to keep them out, but I can't. I mean, realistically, I can't see it happening because it's happened, you know, what mm. once in like forever. So, I mean, really, I should bounce the question over to Gray because in the last podcast that I listened to, which was very good, chaps, um, Gray said he like that my, the midfield now going forward is surely Alan Delf and Iwobi. Gray, yep. over to you, brother. What happens in the midfield? <laughs> I think I think Alan comes back in. Um, I really do. Um, I think after the wingers' performances tonight, now this is just reaction. It's all very raw and still very tenderly touched. But I would maybe think on right. You know what, Gore? I think I'm I'm going all over the place here. I feel like Billy Connolly. Um, <laughs> just the touch, just the touch. They bring it on to me points. So the reason I would maybe move a Wobie onto the wing to still have that flair and outlet. Um, and I would actually put Van de Beek back in and Alan because I think we're going to play the extreme low block. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't even be surprised to see uh, Lampard go five at the back for this game. I'm not even joking. But yeah. I think I think with Gordon, I think as the games count down, the pressure gets more and more personal for him. And I think it's that he could... No, I don't know his character, but I'm just... Hypothetically, it, the pressure could build that much form that he'll not be thinking as straight. You know what I mean? Like every kick's vital to him. Whereas maybe the, the guys who've been bought in and stuff, it's 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 more. Uh, uh, it's sorry, it's less personal. But um, yeah, I, I would have Alan back in because I think he's came off. He'll be a bit fresher than the other guys, and he does have the ability. You know. Yeah. So. I think- I think with Gordon as well. If I was the um, if I was the fullback tracking Gordon, if I was Jurgen Klopp, I'd say to that full, whoever which side I don't know which side he's going to play on in the derby. But I'd say, listen, just just leave a few on him early doors and wind him up because I think it means so much to him. I, I can't see Gordon playing the full ninety at, at Anfield if he starts. Um, yeah. I, I think I, I just think the occasional get too much for him or he'll you know pull a muscle trying to. You know, chase a dead ball or something like that. You know, I'd be more, I'd be more worried, Rev, about uh, maybe some silly fouls or something. You because know, he's just, it's, it's so emotional. Yeah. But yeah, I just, what, what do you think of that? Just because if you could find a big Delph lying deep, nearly like a centre half, and then um, Alan in there, and then just you have to choose your three, your, your three outlets. Do you know what I mean up front? Because realistically, that's that's where we'll need to go for pace. But there needs to be someone they want flick ons. 
Yeah, yeah I think Liverpool have wobbled on the high line. So, I think, yeah. you know, if we can... Do you know what? The, I always say at Anfield, the later the game, the later they sh- it takes them to score, the more of a chance we've got. They could put us to bed in the first 10 minutes, and I've seen that for so many years. Within yeah. the first 15 yeah. minutes, it's over. Because the one thing we'll say is he starts off like he starts off like electric, and I just think with Liverpool, the longer you can keep it as a nil-nil, the the fans go flat, the team goes flat. And there was a period last night when they were playing United, United were getting back into it. They were just weren't good enough. They they, they could have had, they could have easily got back into it if they got it to two-one. I reckon United would have went on and either drew, but then Liverpool just turned up the gas a little bit more. And I just think if we can get the later it goes on, the later it goes on, I just think just be, we've just got to be disciplined because they are so slick, they're so fast. It's it's actually frightening how, how prolific they are. And I think for me, I'd have Holgate next to Mina on Sunday with Godfrey on the right, Michalenko on the left. I wouldn't have Coleman in there. I just don't think he's got the legs for the type of players that Liverpool have got. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and then I'd stick, I'd stick, yeah, I'd stick Alan and Van der Beek, um, you know, and I'd just keep them busy. I'd, I'd, do you know what? Take Henderson out the game. Take Henderson out that game, and you've got a match because I just think you don't realise like he doesn't run around much, but he controls them games when he's on. Oh, he makes it tech, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, would that be the case to just that, just just a, a, a Wobie man marking him? Just, just say this. Yeah, you just get someone on him, but you know, sit, with someone like Alan, Alan. Yeah, you just if I was Alan, you know, if I was Lampard, I'd just say, "Take you, you Salah is your man. You, you, you just muff the in, and then get a Bobby <laughs> or whoever just to take Henderson out. Yeah, just then, and then do you know what? Up front, I'd throw runs on him because Rich Allison's got no chance against Van Dijk. No, yeah. So you'd get you'd get runs on to just like muff the M up. Do you know what I mean? Just keep him busy, keep yeah. giving him a handful, then Richarlison then's got a bit of freedom to play. You know, and then Gordon, you know, you just get to tell Gordon to do what he's been doing week in, week out. Yeah. But again, will he get, you know, wouldn't surprise me if Gordon got a red card on Sunday because he'll fucking hate these on Sunday. Yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Definitely, mate. Um Paul it- just joined, it looks like. So Paul, you're all right, mate. All right, boys, you're okay. Yeah, just looking yeah. forward to the uh, Liverpool game. So, what, what do you reckon about that then? Because obviously, you know, we've uh, just touched on the Leicester game there, it leaves us four points above Burnley with, you know, two games coming up against Liverpool and Chelsea. So, what would you do in that game, mate? Yeah, I think we've got away with it tonight. Just a quick one on that. Like, I think we did get away with it tonight. But yeah. uh, it's a massive point that in the end, isn't it? But yeah, moving on to Liverpool. Oh, I have to be honest, lads. It's a, uh, I've wrote it off in my mind. I have to be honest. Like, yeah, I think people and not turn up and class no, as a three-nil defeat. We've got to turn up, haven't we? <laughs> I remember, like, I remember Everton in the 90s and that, when we were rubbish and we used to beat them and that, so, you know, but I just, no, I just, I just give us no chance on Sunday, I'm sorry. Same. It's the hope that kills you, know, you've just got to go into it, but if there's anyone with slight knocks, I wouldn't play them. I swear to God, I wouldn't. Yeah. We've never played the Liverpool side like this, that's the thing. Well, Graham, I take two nil defeat now. Two, yeah. I'm optimistic. <laughs> Do you know what, though, boys? I've been saying here, keep, I, I wouldn't even put Yeri Mina near this team on Sunday because we are going to need them for other games. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, I've heard your team nearly. You said I thought Alan tonight was the worst player on the pitch. Yeah, one hundred percent for me. Um, I just thought he, he, he looked like he had divers boots on. He just couldn't do anything right. Yeah. Well, I, actually, I actually messaged John uh, 10 minutes into the game and I said I'd sling him now. He was that yeah. bad. Yeah, he was shocking. So, Paul, what do, what do you reckon about Deli Ali when he came on? Just just going back a little bit there. But... I thought he, he created the goal. He didn't give up. He chased a lost cause. I thought he was all right, honestly. When he, he got a yellow card, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, there was a few moans and groans where I was in the paddock in the ground, like calling my husband and lazy bastard and all that, but I thought he made the difference in man Rondon when he came on. Yeah, Rondon definitely did, mate. Yeah. Um, See, from obviously I was watching it on TV, but he, he just looked so lethargic in midfield. To be honest, Paul, for me, he just didn't do anything. He didn't track. He didn't. He didn't break forward a pace until the end. But it's the screw was turning towards the end. They all, they all got a last yeah. minute sort of. As I say, I just 
if it, I, I th- he could be right there because you know, but I just think if it wasn't for him, we don't score that goal. No, no, I know why uh, Lee hit me that one. Too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, going back, Richarlison tonight. What did he have the wrong boots on or something, or his head on backwards? Because <laughs> Jesus Christ, if our number nine, you know, our number nine has missed them chances, he'd, he'd have his head on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You'd have the Ever- you'd have the Everton Dars queuing up to talk about his oh, clothes. <laughs> but no, listen, it was a, it was a must win game beforehand, but it quickly turned into a must not lose, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Oh, after five minutes, mate. Yeah, yeah. You know what? For me, the, it almost like the um, the writing was almost like on the wall when uh, Coleman went down, and I was like, oh no, because it looked know how bad. easy they got in there. All oh, it was like they were oh, in instantly, and like that was like the cross the shot across your bars to say right. He can get in here, and then two minutes later, he'd done it again. Yeah, yeah. it was a warning. Yeah, he just cut us open in the first five minutes well, a few times. I think the fans screamed that ball into the net in the end there, like, yeah, because I think he even missed it. That one, didn't he? He did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did that last time. We, we all absolutely love him, God, but get your shooting boots on, lads. Jesus, we I, need you. Hey, Brownie, I said to me, I'll fella the absolute the, the mad irony of the fact that he had two gills edge chances. Missed both of them and and miss miss it a ball into the back of the net that took a deflection to score. Yeah, but, I mean they all count and I love them for it. And but yeah, like, me dad, just... me dad was saying next to next to me in, in the ground before he went. Just give us a fucking sloppy on goal, anything, please. Yeah. And then within two minutes we got it. Like so, can I just ask what on earth was the, the referee doing with 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 the, the the time added on? There was about half an hour added on to that game. Five minutes. Is he mad? Like. The going on, goal, well. yeah. No, no, not really. <laughs> going on for time wasting, that Casper Schmeichel has got it off to a tee. Yeah. He is just a horrible, horrible man, him, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. He, he was not what it was like. It was like in that ground then. I was, my brother said to me, this is like death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> it was just turning the screw and it was, oh, please get me out of this ground in one piece. Hey, I tell you what, that Jewsbury all's absolutely making a career out of just, just falling over the minute anyone comes anywhere near him. Just being a like you know, up. absolutely. Yeah, like you know, like the way, um, the, the like the way people like get on with Charleston about it. And yeah, he might go down a bit easy. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, like any time he was screening the ball, he just hit the deck, and the referee fell for it every time. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Who yeah, was the referee, it... by the way? Your ma. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking little blue nuts. <laughs> you have to cut that, John. <laughs> no, we'll keep it on just for jokes. <laughs> no, the referee tonight was David Cooth, so he wasn't the best, was he? Like, No. He was He was shocking. So, at any of them. corners, so there was, to be fair with him. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, was, he also let us get away with a foul throw. Michalenko basically threw the ball in like like a goalkeeper yeah, bowling the ball. Few, he, he does that a few times, you know. He's got yeah, away with that, that. Like. madness, isn't it? Maybe I'll have to wait. Yeti Mina took a throw in and just threw it down the end. Yeti Mina was right. Yeti Mina was right in front of me on the halfway line when we scored that goal, and he was he was on his knees. He was he looked like he was crying his eyes out. To be honest, yeah, I, I wasn't far behind. You know, I love that man. Yeah, I bet he doesn't love you. <laughs> <laughs> like Pickford's on you, Paul. <laughs> so listen, hey. against Liverpool, then are we just going to rest most of the players and just play kids? Because you know, no, we've, we've got to go for it, haven't we? We have to. I know what I said before, but we've got to go for it. It's a derby, and people will say, "Oh, this form goes out the window," but it doesn't really with Everton, but. You never know, do you? I think I just, what I, I do, just, I start runs on and I just volley the ball up to him. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That poor, that, yeah. I think I it's think... A, it's a great... Sorry, I was just going to say there. Sorry, Lee. Um, Come on, mate. I, I think it's a great opportunity for for the players to show they have the fight. You know, there's no better test than the greatest Liverpool side there's ever been. You know, if there's ever a chance to say you want to play for the fans and the club, that yeah. badge in your chest... Let's put on a performance. I'm sure Frank will set them up not to lose. That'll be his intention. Yeah, he can put them in the pitch. It's up to them, and this is the greatest opportunity that they're going to have. They have yeah. 
the fans, the players, everybody has to be patient and see if we can work something. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's it's all down to the setup now and. Yeah. Spot on. Um, I mean, listen, as I say, I know I said we just write it off, but we can't, can we? We can't do that. Yeah, well, I said play the under nines the other day. <laughs> I was joking too, but ultimately, no, I, I, I want to see your best in there. I do want to see Mina on the pitch in the derby. I think we can only go one game at a time, um, mm-hmm. realistically. And you know what? There is, as God forbid, if anything did happen to Yerry Mina, there is the likes of Keener, whatever they come on. And it, it's, it's, it's the tools we have to work with. So yeah, I would love it. to see that. Yeah, I'd wrap Yeti Mina up. I'd keep him. I'd put him in like bench. But he's the best centre half. I want not only to get anything. I, I just for me, as I said, Greg, and I've been saying it for the while. Like for the last couple, of, we've got to pick, choose our battles with certain players, and I think Yeti Mina is one of them. Mate. And Zeldel's another one. Yeah. And Zeldel's another one, Paul. Of course, I just think, yeah, Liverpool. You know, we've still got Michael Key. You know, and we've still got other. We've still got other midfielders. Got Takore there as well. Yeah. And I just think when we when we even like the likes of Chelsea, I'm more confident beating Chelsea than I'm even getting a point out of Liverpool on Sunday. And I just think we're going to need like Yanni Mina and Delf for Chelsea, yeah. you know, or, and and for the other games. I just think for Yanni Mina, you know, you've just got to choose your battles with him because <laughs> he can change games and he can score us goals and. I just think it'll be a, it'll be disappointing if we lost him on Sunday for like a, a a game that we're all not pretty much hopeful for. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think we're going to batter them. He's <laughs> like that. <laughs> and hat off. Your logical football brain says that we shouldn't get anything. Yeah. Well oiled machine, and we're not. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, here's a question for you then, uh, uh, Gray. I'll ask you first, mate. Just going on to Pickford, right? Because we know the. He can get wound up. So, would you rest him for this derby and put a uh, Begovic in, or would you just play him anyway? No, Begovic. I would play Pickford all day. Pickford, Pickford's head and above, head and shoulders above Begovic. I'm sorry, like, but he, he just does for me. Um, yeah. I think he, 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 yes, he can be capable of, of, of mistakes and, and and crazy moments. But you know brain what? Fast. Brain fart. <laughs> but you know what? But ultimately, he's capable of absolute brilliance. And I think that if he's in the right frame of mind, he, he could be the difference in, in keeping clean sheet the goals coming because our, our goal difference is horrendous at the moment. You know? it, it could be the kind of game that Pickford relishes as well. He'd be busy, won't he? Yeah, he is, he is going to be. And he's the more active he is, the less, he is, less time he has to think. Yeah. I, I get I'm only speculating stuff, but I just think we're better off with him in the team. It's like when we talk about Calvert Lewin, I think we're better off with him and the, the team in the squad. When we talk about Yerbina, we're better with him in the squad, you know. And I, I, I don't care about their welfare. They're, they're athletes. They should be. They're they're declared fit. They play. They should be able to do it. Yeah. I don't care. For me, I want those players on, and especially Pickford. Yeah, mate. Lee, do you want to get in on that, mate? Because you said bigger bit earlier. Yeah, I just think again, um, it's the Newcastle game. You know, they were all up for Pickford coming. He never turns up, and Begovic has a great game. Just seems a lot more organised at the back. I've sat on Anfield many years watching Pickford, and his head just falls off. I've never seen him have a good game on Anfield, yeah. um, and he absolutely he destroyed me a few years ago on Anfield when he kept the ball in and. You know, in the ninety-six mm. minute, and I just thought, why? Yeah. You know, and again, yeah, he was younger then, and I get it. But to me, I just think to stable the ship again, just put Begovic in. Yeah. Because the fans, he does get rattled still. He still gets rattled. He still, you know, he the the crowd affects him, and I think Liverpool will want to bully him because they do. Yeah. Definitely, mate. You know, and that's that's all I'm looking at. Just going with Begovic. Just change the tactics because then. What have Liverpool got to shout about other than you've got little arms? You know, what what else are they gonna shout at? You know, because we shout at our own team. Yeah, they've, so. they've got they've got fuck all them, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. I'm not meaning that brownie you soft bastard. <laughs> you know, they're not gonna you know, they Newcastle they were only aiming at Pickford. They've got nothing else to say about any other players. Yeah. Liverpool yeah. are the same. Did Liverpool just sing his name? all game and just winds him up every time he kicks the ball. Yeah. They cheer. They just get under his skin. You know, and I just think... Them Leicester fans were singing that 1995 song before, you know. 
Oh, shit. I hate them, you know. I, 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 I think Leicester fans, first of all, they're all horrible Tory nonsense. Keep that in. <laughs> Do not cut that out. Do not cut that out. <laughs> They like the Invisalians, though, aren't they? Like that's disrespectful. The nonsense, that. You know, I just the the feed the scousers, let them know it's Christmas time. Yeah, do we sing that for you know? It's, uh, April. it's they do that it's, every time. Yeah, they're fucking animals. April, you weird Tories. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what? As well, it just screams like like really in between a football league. Oh, your shit! Ah, uh, hey, like, oh, come on. It goes our next pod with the uh, Leicester fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let, can we Newcastle, just have like a Newcastle's just like uh, a massive stag too, isn't it? You know, when they go they go to away games, they're like a stag to in between us. And Leicester fans are the same. They're just shit. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah, I'm leaving that in. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to any Leicester fans who haven't voted Conservative, but you've, you've got a lot, of, a lot of fans to answer for. <laughs> oh, mate. Listen, so is there any final points then that we want to highlight? Did we miss anything out tonight or...? Lampard out. <laughs> <laughs> um, just uh, you know, just a quick one from uh, two from me actually. Um, I've said for ages that um, I tend I like to judge new managers on their first game at Anfield purely because that's an acid test. Do you know what I mean? Like that's a real acid test. Yeah. Um, secondly, I'd like to say while Brownie's here, that Daddy's brown sauce is the superior brown sauce. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that that'll be all from me. <laughs> That's a yeah, yes from me. That right. Yes, listen, boys. I'm gonna have to disagree and go with HP, and I have the last word. So, listen, boys. Thanks for getting on. It's <laughs> <laughs> like boys. Hopefully, we can have a you know a positive reaction after Liverpool game. Fingers crossed. Touchwood and all that, but I don't know. Um, yeah, Paul, Rev, Gray, Lee. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate you all. Until next time, boys. All All right, see you, see you, see you, lads. Bye, lads. Shout out to Nami.